Hey, hey, hey. Mr. Manly here with lesson number 452 in How to Be Manly. Recently, it's come to my attention that people are wondering how I have so many adventures. How am I able to afford it? Questions like, is he a bookie? Is he living off government money? Or is he independently wealthy? Well, look, none of the above. If you must know, I work from home, developing new products for women's undergarments. You would think that would be a plus for me when I go out evenings with lovely ladies, but the irony is I tend to fall short of getting under those garments. So for all the inquiring minds, I'll share a story of my first job in the undergarment industry. I began my fame to fortune by selling bras door to door. Since I've always enjoyed the fairer sex, I thought this would be a two-way street. That way I'd be able to size things up and she would find it uplifting. On my first day, I rang a doorbell and a huge man answered. And yes, he required a bra because he had large man boobs. Door number two, there was an elderly woman who was clearly in no need for my services. But door number three held an attractive, beautiful, appealing woman who, let's say, was not all that well endowed. She was grateful to see me as she had a blind date that night and wanted to be well prepared. I said, let's see what I have to work with. Well, with nothing to work with, I replied in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 452, and repeat after me. Number one, hey, when you were young, did you ever hear of a training bra? Number two, blind date, I hope he's a carpenter, then he can use your chest as a straight edge. Number three, I can sell you a wonder bra, but tonight your date will wonder where they went. Soon after you realize her slender build is because she's training for the 2024 Olympics in the breaststroke. As she throws you into her personal pool and you wonder where you went, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manly saying be manly and good day. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Experts say New York City is sinking, but the Jets will stop the water levels from getting too high because they suck. Travis Kelsey says the NFL is overdoing its coverage of Taylor Swift. The NFL replied, we apologize to the boyfriend of Taylor Swift. You can now buy cowboy boot Crocs if you want your friends and family to abandon you. Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Please be advised that the football predictions in Terra's takes are as reliable as a squirrel with a crystal ball. They may lead to uncontrollable fits of laughter, head-scratching confusion, or, in rare cases, inexplicable outbreaks of interpretive dance. Remember, trusting Tara's takes with your football betting decisions is akin to asking a goldfish for stock market advice. In other words, proceed at your own risk. Rock 107 hereby absolves ourselves from any responsibility for lost bets, puzzled looks, or unexpected dance-off injuries that may result from heeding Terra's football wisdom. Enjoy, and may the football gods have mercy on your wagers. My wife Tara on the line, uh, looking for a little bounce back after a bad week last week. NFL picks, Terra's takes, uh, you ready to roll, Tara? What do you think? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. So let's hear your takes. Terrace Takes got Jacksonville at Buffalo. This game being played Sunday morning uh, in London. Who do you think is taking that game? Buffalo. Now, do you know Buffalo's name? 
Buffalo Bills. All right. Just want to make sure you know something about that game. That's all. Uh, on to Carolina at Detroit. Carolina who versus the Detroit who? Carolina Panthers versus the Detroit Lions. Look at you. Absolutely. Who are you taking in that game, Tara? Detroit. Going to take Detroit in that game so far. Two favorites. That's probably a good move on a bounce back week. Game number three, the New York Giants in Miami to take on the Miami what? Dolphins. All right. Who are you taking in that game? Terrace takes trying to bounce back from a, a bad week. Dolphins. Taking the Dolphins, another favorite there. And finally, uh, a big NFC, <clears throat> big AFC North battle, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. You and I have been to games at Pittsburgh. What's that team's name? Steelers. Uh, it was insulting of me to ask, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Tara, who are you taking, Baltimore or the Steelers? Baltimore. What's Baltimore's team name? Raven. Ah, she knows it all. All right, looking for a bounce back week. You're going to do better, right? Yes, I am. Let's find out how you did on Monday morning. Thanks, T. Okay. I don't know about you, but this is how I want to go. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Chicago Bears icon Dick Buckus died in his sleep yesterday. Buckus played for the University of Illinois before terrorizing offenses for nine seasons in the NFL from 1965 to 1973 all with the Chicago Bears. He was the first ballot Hall of Famer in 1979. The Bears retired his number 51 in 1994. When he hung up the cleats, he became an actor. Did a bunch of Miller Lite commercials with NFL retiree Bubba Smith, appeared on the TV series My Two Dads, and did some guest stuff over the years. He was in the movies Mother, Jugs, and Speed, Johnny Dangerously, and Any Given Sunday. No word on a cause of death. Dick Buckus was 80 years old. following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. I'm Rock107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. How about this? The seemingly unstoppable growth of school crossing guards who think they're cops. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about these yambags who get a handheld stop sign and a vest, and somehow that transforms them in their minds into trained police officers. A crossing guard's job is exactly as the name states, to guard people crossing the street. And really, if you think about it, only kids. We're going to assume full-grown adults have figured this trick out. So that's the school crossing guard's job, help kids cross the street. Yet day after day, all over Northeast PA, there are jackholes whipping out their tiny little stop signs and directing vehicular traffic. Not simply to guard children as they cross the streets. No, these morons are out there controlling the flow of traffic at the intersection, independent of the presence of school kids. They've got no legal right to do this, yet there they are. They control who can make a left and who can stop through the stop sign and who can go through their whole little mock intersection in their head. Some even see it as their duty to wave loads of traffic through a four-way stop sign. There are few devices as effective as the four-way stop sign for easing traffic congestion. Yet here's one out of 12 taking over. In fact, I see one in Mayfield every day. He's not even wearing a safety vest. He's just a yam bag with a toy stop sign who thinks his job is direct traffic. He thinks he's one of those cops in Times Square. Unless your precious sex trophy is crossing the street, this idiot should stay out of the road. 
I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me, man? I gotta, 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 gotta go crazy, man. Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag I found Prospector and we'll come and get him. Prospector. Mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A 32-year-old woman in England named Freya Rosati recently got hitched and got a letter on her wedding day from her dad, who passed away 20 years ago. Before he died of cancer, he wrote nine letters for her, one for each birthday until she turned 18, another for her 21st, and one more for her wedding day, her mom read it out loud at the reception and it was pretty emotional. His advice to her and her new husband was to always face everything full on and their life together will be a huge success. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, you know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clod, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or numbskull. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Think of the worst possible thing someone could steal. I'll bet this tops it. Someone in Philadelphia stole a shot back from the bed of a pickup truck last Thursday. But the real story is what was inside the vacuum. Hundreds of angry hornets. The truck it was in happens to belong to a guy named Don Shump, who owns a pest control business called Philadelphia Bee Company. He just removed a hornet's nest from someone's property and used the shot back to suck a bunch of them up. He posted about it on Facebook saying, To the poor soul who lifted the shot back out of the back of my truck, I wanted to give you a heads up. He said the hornets were probably extra angry after being moved, and it wasn't just a normal nest. It happened to have tons of queens in it. No word on who stole the shop back or if they've opened it yet. Nominee number two. People who walk around staring at their phones are called smartphone zombies, but we don't have real ones yet. A 30-year-old guy named Austin Geiger is facing charges after he broke into a border patrol office in Washington State and stole supplies because he thought he was in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Now, it's not clear if he was on drugs or something, but he has a long rap sheet full of felonies, including a drive-by shooting two years ago. On August 28th, he got inside a Border Patrol office near the Canadian border and took a gun, ammo, bulletproof vests, pepper spray, and a radio. A Border Patrol agent found him in an office around 1 in the morning after an alarm went off. When they got there, he was wearing the body armor and an official Border Patrol jacket. He told them he was gathering supplies to protect himself because he thought a zombie apocalypse had hit. He's facing charges for theft of government property and unlawful possession of ammunition. Nominee number three. Some fights are worse than others. A 38-year-old woman named Stephanie Boyd got into an argument with her husband. At some point, she decided to leave and her husband hopped on the hood of the car in an effort to stop her. It didn't work. She drove off with her husband on the hood. Boyd eventually got on the highway, which she traveled on for over four miles before exiting the interstate. During the drive, she passed her a construction zone and drove recklessly, all with her spouse on the hood of the car. A police officer saw the vehicle pass him and attempted a traffic stop. Cops say Boyd didn't pull over for another half mile. 
She's charged with felony assault, first-degree domestic assault, and resisting arrest by fleeing. The court set her bond at $100,000 cash only, and she's to have no contact with the victim, you know, her husband. Nominee number four. Just because you've been a criminal for a while doesn't mean you're good at it. 48-year-old Keisha Henderson lives in Florida and has a long rap sheet with 39 felonies and five stints in jail. Well, last Tuesday, she and another woman, 33-year-old Kiria Tolver, robbed a little old lady at Walmart, 45 miles north of Tampa, Florida. One of them apparently distracted her, while the other stole her wallet. Then they used her credit cards to buy more than $2,000 worth of stuff. And they might have actually gotten away with it, but for some reason, they decided to go back to the same Walmart the very next day, while some cops happened to be there investigating their crime from the day before. After an employee spotted them, Kaisha blasted one of the cops with a can of pepper spray. When they tried to arrest her, she tried to spray another cop too, but missed his face and hit his arm. She surrendered when she saw them pull out a taser. Meanwhile, Walmart security got Kiara into custody. They're facing multiple charges for theft and fraudulent use of a credit card. Kiesha also had an outstanding warrant for identity theft. And the winner is... The woman who drove around for miles with her husband hanging on the hood of her car. What a way to try and end an argument, huh? You're the Yam Bag of the Week. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts Podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.